When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First order of business, book fair. Second order of business, shame. This week on the Story Song Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. This week on the show, we're talking about Harper Valley PTA by Jeannie C. Riley and Rachel. Uh, this is your baby, so yeah. why don't you take us through this story song? Because I wrote it. Yep. You know, my baby. No. <laughs> uh, this song, Harper Valley PTA, was uh, written by Tom T. Hall, and it was recorded by Jeannie C. Riley in 68. Basically, it tells the story of a, what I'm assuming is a small town. The PTA giving the letter to uh, its daughter to bring home to her mother, who everybody thinks is a slut. Yeah. Uh, and then it is uh, basically a, a revenge song about the mother coming in and uh, airing the dirty laundry of the PTA. Yeah. Uh, and it's just... She reads them. She reads them. Yeah. She knows what's up. Yeah. yeah. She knows what's up with them. If if yeah. this happened in 2018, there'd be a YouTube video called Mother Owns the PTA. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. Yes. Whereas in 1968, she just socked it to them. Yeah. She socked true. it to him. Socked him to him real good. But we'll get we'll get to the socking to it later. I wanna tell you all a story about a Harper Valley widowed wife who had a teenage daughter who attended Harper Valley. Basically, the lyrics start out, uh, I want to tell you all a story about a Harper Valley widowed wife. First of all, love story songs that start telling me that they're going to tell me a story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I know what I'm, what I'm in for. Yeah. I know what I'm well, in for. Well, it makes our jobs easier because <laughs> as soon as you hear that, it's like, this is a story song. Yeah, yeah. we already know. It's great. Know. Um, I don't have to listen to the rest of this. Let's just do it. <laughs> I get the gist. Uh, who had a teenage daughter who attended Harper Valley Junior High. Well, her daughter came home one afternoon and didn't even stop to play. And she said, Mom, I got a note here from the Harper Valley PTA. My first question is, mm-hmm. I want to tell you a little story okay. about a widowed wife. Okay, right? Yeah. Who, who is she talking to? Is she like in a diner and just like random, walked up to some <laughs> random person and was like, look, I got to tell you a story yeah. about something that happened one time. Th- this is always the thing with story songs, which I which I love, yeah. is we get to decide, <laughs> A, how crazy this person is by who the listener yeah. is. Yeah. Are they, this could be this could be like the family and they've never met grandma. She's right. gone. And like it's like, I want to tell you the story about one time your grandmother yeah. did this thing. Or it could be somebody like online at the grocery store be like, can I tell you something? <laughs> oh, you would not believe what happened. I was going to say, we always get to decide how crazy the person telling the story is. And weirdly, we always decide they're super crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it never lands on the side of let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, the note said, Mrs. Johnson, you're wearing your dresses way too high. 
It's reported you've been drinking and or running round with men and going wild. And we don't believe you ought to be a bringing up your little girl this way. And it was signed by the secretary, Harper Valley PTA. But also, how involved is this PTA? First of all, they, they, they gave this letter to the mother. Yeah. I mean, to the to, to the, the daughter girl, yeah. to deliver this news to the mother, we which have, is super passive aggressive, super passive aggressive, and, and I have, love it. And and so, well, we have, have we gotten to what the letter says? No, we okay, haven't. Okay, okay. So she gets home, can't even play because she's like, "Mom, I must deliver this directly to you." Mom's yeah. probably thinking, "Oh, great, I got to give another five bucks for the bake sale, or like, yeah. you know, the we usual all have to, PTA oh, garbage this or donation." Maybe, oh, great, my middle school age daughter just got a job as a messenger working for messenger service <laughs> for the pta messenger service i think that's Thank fantastic goodness. and industrious on her part but but guess what what that's not what the note says oh no well the note said mrs johnson you're wearing your dresses way too high it's reported you've been drinking and running around with men and going wild and we don't believe you ought to be bringing up your little girl that way mm. and it was signed by the secretary <laughs> Harper Valley PTA. Not even the okay. president. Not yeah, the president. No, no. Well, no. this is below him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the caddy secretary who's yeah. like, I should have been Harper Valley PTA president, but they no. decided to make me the secretary and I'll show you who wields the power. <laughs> and she writes the note in verse, which is great. Like It, <laughs> it, it does nice. rhyme. She put, she put time into it. Yeah, that is nice. She's like, yes. I want to belittle this person and mm. judge them a lot, yeah. but I also want them to know that I could write a sonnet if I wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, like I, I maybe it it varies from town to town. This seems outside the purview of the PTA. A hundred percent. Like we've as we've already alluded to, like PTA is usually like a bake sale. Yeah. You know, yeah. deciding like you know what I don't know what did they even decide like what books kids are reading? No, right? No. no. Like I think no. the most power they have is a pancake <laughs> breakfast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Bake sale is like regular. Right, right, right. Pancake breakfast is... That's huge. That's you, that's like a big deal. They, they only do on it Saturday, once a year. They do it once a year. They got to yeah. figure out how many pancakes to get. And they're like, we're, we're having the pancake breakfast. We have to make sure that we get the styrofoam plates that definitely break in the middle. Like as soon as you pick <laughs> yeah, them yeah. up, like we definitely, yeah, yeah. like we don't want the ones that are going to hold together, Gene. You yeah. get, sec look, I understand you write all your notes in prose, but we need the plates that break. This is making me so angry. I'm going to write a letter. Put it this way, they have less authority than like the decorating committee for the dance. They sure. just right. choose the theme, yeah, they don't yeah. choose the decorations. Yeah, so, yeah. But they did all convene together and say, hear ye, hear ye, <laughs> oye, oye, we sure do have an issue with this widow. Who yeah. goes, at, goes at the widow? It's a good point. It's really mean. And also like to be like, okay, we really need to slut shame this woman, Yeah. but I don't want to bring it directly to her. Who's going to see her? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Her 11-year-old daughter. <laughs> Give her the don't shoot the messenger job. Now, is it possible? We don't know how the husband died. No. Is it possible? I'd he... imagine from shame. I was going to say, did he die of shame for how he slutty sure his did. wife is? He or sure... what he just saw? He's like, it's that dress above the knee? Oh, heart yeah. attack. I would assume. Or, or. Yeah. Maybe before this, she was a sheltered woman mm -hmm. and was not given any freedom. Mm. And so her crap-ass husband died, <laughs> and she got to be like, oh, 
I'm going to live my life and I can wear my dresses, uh, some mini skirts and I can dance around because I'd like to say she's messing around with guys. Who cares? She's widowed. Yeah. She's not, she, she's not cheating on anybody. Yeah, yeah. She's a widow. Yeah, yeah. Live it up, girl. Long story short, you do you. And it just so happened the PTA was going to meet that very afternoon, mm -hmm. and they were sure surprised when Mrs. Johnson wore her miniskirt into the room. Were they, though? Well, Why? Why well. were they surprised? Well, you wrote it, a no. letter well, about hold on. it. Fancy seeing you here, person I'm, we just wrote a real <laughs> crap letter to. I'm assuming that they were like, when we write this letter, she's going to like tone it down. Mm -hmm. Like, she's oh. going to see the letter. She's going to be understand what where we're coming from. Yeah. Be ashamed, as a woman should be of her body. <laughs> <laughs> And, and start dressing more modestly. Much like with emails of today, <laughs> never in the history of letters do I think that's worked. Yeah. Where yeah, they're like, somebody's like, listen, I, I'm not going to tell you to your face. I'm going to yeah. write it in a letter mm -hmm. and I'm going mm -hmm. to tell you to change things about yourself. Yeah. I'm sure you'll get the tone behind it yeah. and it won't really land the wrong way. Yeah. That's never happened when somebody's like, hmm. Well, this letter has really made me open my eyes. <laughs> this guy, this no. person has a good point. It hasn't happened. Thank you, random Twitter follower. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. will I will change what I'm doing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and so her going to the PTA yeah. is that thing of like, well, we're going to reply all on this bitch. Yeah. Like, she's going <laughs> to send it out to everybody. And as she walked up to the blackboard, I still recall the words she had to say. She said, I'd like to address this meeting. Of the Harper Valley PTA. Well, well, she followed protocol, I guess. And she did. She did. Uh, yes, you are. Uh, port of order? Yes. Port, port of order, you may, yes. And now things get crazy. Yeah. Now things get crazy. Well, there's Bobby Taylor sitting there, and seven times he's asked me for a date. And Mrs. Taylor sure seems to use a lot of ice whenever he's away. Let's break this down one by one. Let's break this down one by one because she is pointing fingers. <laughs> Literally. She is making it happen. Bobby Taylor. Yeah. Married to Mrs. Taylor, I'm assuming. Assuming. Can I say real quick, when yeah. I first read read this, for some reason, I thought Bobby Taylor was a was a kid. Yeah, I agree. I was like, is this one like like this is creepy? Bobby Taylor not is Mr. Taylor of the Mr. and Mrs. Taylor. Sure, right. Um, oh, the Taylors. Oh, the Taylors. Yeah, yeah. the Taylors. Yes, yeah. we had a little question about why Mrs. Taylor uses a lot of ice. What, what does that mean with anything? Well, okay. Well, for, well so first of all, yes. so, he, so he's asking her for a date. Oh, yeah, sure, he, sure. He's married, so that's bad. That's on him. <laughs> we got that. <laughs> that's on him. Then she's using a lot of ice while he's away. Now, I assumed... Just that she had a lot of gentlemen callers and was using a lot of ice. But, you had a better suggestion. Yes. What we are talking about is this was this was recorded in 68. She was a grown woman. Right. Right? So when she was 11, it was probably 1940-something. Oh, there were 
ice boxes and you just blew my mind. Okay. You just blew my mind. I didn't even think of that. That's right. This is happening in the past. I'm thinking it's the 60s, but it's the 40s. Okay. She's getting ice delivery and more so than she asked for. Okay. I got you. While while Mr. Taylor is away, mm-hmm. I mean, where is he going? Like a business trip? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Well, but I will say this: probably about the her. war if it's the forties. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's at like, the war. I don't think they call weekend that... trips to Germany <laughs> to fight the war. They, I don't think they call that being away. <laughs> Where's your husband? Oh, he's away. Where is he away? I don't know. I don't the know. trenches, I guess. <laughs> Nobody says Whatever. that. You just say he's at war. That's World War One. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to say. They had trenches, trenches in World yeah. War II. They got trenches they? all over the place. They're always doing trenches. There's always oh, trenches. Okay. You got to look. You have a war. You got trenches. You, That's you just the tre- way it you is. You want to call it a foxhole? Would you sure. rather we call it a foxhole? Yes. Thank yeah. you. Okay. okay. He's in the foxhole. Sure. Anyway, he's not there. He's probably on a business trip. Right. What I will say to go back to uh, her mama is yeah. this: maybe they have an open relationship. Mm. Don't in judge. In the forties. Good point. Don't judge. Hey, man. Listen. Look. Let them. No, this is the sixties. No, oh, no, no, wait, no, it's the, the 40s. 60s. It's the 40s. Oh, this is the 40s. Yes, I just <laughs> forgot my own point. <laughs> this, is, this is your logic, not ours. Right. This is the 40s. Late, probably late this 40s. Because she's wearing a mini skirt in the 40s? I guess. All right, go for it. And it wasn't it's necessarily. Did, did, it might be they the say 50s. that it's a mini skirt? I think. Oh, there was a mini skirt. No, she says it's a mini skirt. Uh oh. I think we might have found a logic hole. Oh, no. In this song. Oh, no. Burn it. <laughs> Forget it. Or maybe oh, no. maybe by the 60s, Harper Valley hadn't gotten. Refrigeration yet? Yeah, they <laughs> that were still could using iceboxes. Maybe it was the, maybe it was like the fifties and it was still was still using iceboxes. Hold on, I, I do want to break this down. Because yeah. if she's saying icebox in the fifties, if she's saying yeah. she was a kid when this happened, right? So some time has passed. We don't know how we don't right. know how old she is now. Right. She could, but she could she still be in her a 20s. kid. She, she doesn't. Her... She doesn't necessarily. It could just be the next day. No, I don't think so. That would that. Would, but what I'm what I'm saying though is maybe it's like. 50s like mid 50s i don't know if maybe i think the miniskirt might be an anachronism but whatever she's still or or maybe this woman invented the miniskirt maybe she she went on to become a millionaire after inventing the miniskirt they're like wow this skirt (laughs) is short you might not like it but your kids are gonna love it (laughs) every time we can work it back to the future joke and it's the best um two for two so anyway the tailors are have an open relationship okay. she's judging them but let's not that's judge. fine let's not judge I agree. agree don't kink shame uh mr baker i love the i love the, <laughs> i love the question uh as if uh you know as if she's columbo yeah oh just one more thing mr baker <laughs> one more thing one more thing one more thing one more thing hold on i got one question can you tell us why your secretary had to leave the town <laughs> one more thing We've so i know some... what does that mean i mean i think i, I, think can, I can guess know what it means. i can guess right it it goes to the old joke of it rhymes with smushmortion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She, she went to, to a, or, or or she, she just had to have the kid. She had to go like, off and have the kid can't somewhere. Do this <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let yeah. somebody else raise it as their own, or or like a home for unwed mothers. Or mm-hmm. now that yeah. seems that seems like a That's jump, true. right? Taylor, he's asking me for a date. Not you know, she, this guy's or this this lady shut up in the the ice delivery man mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. but you you had a kid and you've sent your secretary away that that seems like a bigger deal than the first right. two yeah. yeah yeah i think I'm so just she's 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 winding up to it <laughs> okay, she's fair winding enough. up to it yeah. um and then she and then she asked the widow jones to keep her window shades down tight what the hell is she doing yeah doesn't mention what it is but she's like you got to keep your shades down tight well and i mean i guess she's walking around naked right I guess, but also, how many widows are in this I town? Know, Where are all the men? <laughs> well, I mean, it's post-war. 
Is it the post-war situation? <laughs> is it the mines? What's happening? Where are know. all the men? Where have people all the cowboys just, gone? People, is what I'm asking. <laughs> it's a good question. I mean, I assume people are just falling into the valley and are never seen again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they doesn't fall. Like, listen, we got bigger fish to fry. This valley is ruining, it's literally <laughs> ruining us. Why do we live here? Yeah. Just swallows up all the able-bodied men in this town. Please. Is it just that she's walking around naked? I, I, mean, I think that's what's implied. I think it's implied. What else could it possibly be? No, cl- murder. I got me in. Murder. <laughs> it's like an arsenic and old lace situation. That would be a real drop. That would be yeah. a real mic drop situation. Where she's like, also, maybe you should put your shades down tight because yeah. everybody knows you killed three people. <laughs> Don't know why you're not arrested, but. Yeah. That's why she's a widow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, Ooh. yeah. New, it should say, and newly widowed Jones. Yeah. <laughs> so she's not done. Okay. She's not done. She was like, all right, here are all the slutty people. Yeah. Which which leads me to believe that it's not necessarily about murder, because I think that's where you end. Right. Exactly. That's what I was saying. That would be a real mic drop moment. This is all about people being, you know, real handsy yeah. with people they're not married to. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, I mean, Chili Thomas in the back like, whew, she didn't touch me, so um, <laughs> I guess I'll get up. Oh, wait, she's not done? Oh, there's more? <laughs> Don't you sit down, Shirley Thompson. You sit down. I'm going to get to you. I haven't started with you yet, Charlie Thompson. <laughs> Don't even. Well, Mr. Harper couldn't be here because he stayed too long at Kelly's bar again. Mm-hmm. And if you smell, so sh- so Mr. Harper of the Harper Valley Harper of Harper. Well, yeah, this, does he this own the big valley? Deal. That's he the must question. be a big deal. I I mean, he's got to. Why would you just... Listen, Tom T. Hall couldn't figure out another name. He was like, I guess Harper. And then he put it out and he's like, oh my God, it's called the Harper Valley PTA and his name is Harper. He's like literally driving down the street, listening on the radio. And he's just like, oh, that was a huge mistake. Oh, I screwed up. Oh man, everybody's going to think it's Harper Valley Harpers. But that's also like, that's that's a big plot hole. Yeah. Like, yeah, this guy's got that town named after him. He literally owns the town. Yeah. explore this a little yeah. bit and they don't no they Nobody don't they it. don't they don't but it could just be that even someone as high ranking in the town as mr harper of harper valley mm-hmm. he's got a valley named after him yeah mm-hmm. even he's he's not untouchable no no he's not untouchable he's down at kelly's bar care. this woman doesn't care who she burns no, no way no she's gonna no sock it to all of them yeah shirley thompson get ready yeah <laughs> Because if you smell Shirley Thompson's breath, you'll find she's had a little nip of gin. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. This is this is in the afternoon. Ding, yeah. ding. Yep, yep. This is right after school. And then you have the nerve to tell me you think that as a mother I'm not fit. Well, this is just a little Peyton place, and you're all Harper Valley hypocrites. Okay. Mic drop. Yeah. Mic drop. Now, this goes back to the anachronistic stuff. It is, when was Peyton Place on? In the 50s? Or is it in the, the 60s? 50s. Okay. I think it was the 50s. Okay, if it was the I think 50s, we can make then it's good. Fit. So we're going to make it the 50s. So we're going to say this woman is telling the story. She's like, she's a young woman. Maybe she's like 18, right. 20. Right, okay, okay. She's telling the story of when she was younger, but it's still, if it's, yeah. what, what, what do we say? This was 68? 
maybe so it's maybe, like so maybe this is even 59? like yeah it's like like yeah. late 50s yeah yeah, yeah I yeah. think I think we can make that work and it's rural so maybe they still have ice boxes sure like Michael said in the 50s the, the honeymooners I had an ice still, box yeah, and stuff I think, I think it's still, all right I think yeah. we're okay I think we're okay yeah, yeah. all right all right <laughs> okay good Peyton Place by the way was 1956 okay perfect the novel. all right yeah I'm gonna say yeah great love it the novel was huge in Peyton Place the novel was huge everybody in Harper Valley read it they had it in the school library so that was the mic drop. She's like, should don't we even. Talk, should we just briefly talk about what Peyton Place is? I mean, I was going to talk about it later, but we okay, can talk okay, about never it Never mind, never mind. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, just because it's like now that is a reference that no one understands, including me. I mean, I <laughs> right. I can kind yeah. of guess what it means, but it just it's just a funny thing where it's like, you know, you put it in a song. Like, well, everyone will always know what Peyton Place means. So <laughs> so we just, don't have to so explain it. We could do it now. Like Peyton Place was a first a novel, then it was a movie, then it was a television show about yeah. this little town that had a lot of scandals, and it was mm-hmm. huge because something like that had never, like, was never, right. wasn't really written. It wasn't talked about and stuff. So, but it was, it was huge because it was a novel, a movie, and then a television show. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so whenever people and the are TV like, show oh, was late sixties, I believe. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. this was super timely right. when the right, song right, right, came out exactly exactly yeah. she lets us know listen I'm, I, no I wouldn't put you on because it really did happen yeah. just this way <laughs> uh, I'm not lying I swear yeah. to god I swear to that's god this is how it happens I swear to God. Hand to God. It's all true. My mo- hand to God. My- that's how my mother did. I was totally sober at the time. I'm not Shirley Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this who do you think is I am? Like, who am I, Shirley Thompson? <laughs> I'm going to start using that in day-to-day <laughs> language. Like, listen, I'm fine. What am I, a Shirley Thompson? Yeah. People are like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> you know. You, you know. know. <laughs> Smell my breath. It's Come not on. a Shirley Thompson breath. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, this is not a pain <laughs> place. Right? You guys know what yeah. I'm talking about. Right? Icebox? Am I right? <laughs> No, why are you using These are all references that are landing. (laughs) And then she finishes it with the day my mama socked it to. The Harper Valley PTA. Yeah. I'm sure she was like, sweetheart, let's go. And she grabs her daughter and her daughter's like, but I was playing with it. Yeah. And then she leaves. Never to be seen again. Yeah. That's not true. She throws down a, a, a... smoke bomb that goes off <laughs> right, and, then she's, right. and they're like what? where'd she go she exactly exactly um so uh spoiler alert uh the little girl yeah is Jeannie c riley oh. that's who that's who the who's telling the, narrator. the story the narrator, the narrator. yeah the narrator yeah, sure. but just like i say every time let's just say Jeannie c riley let's say it's sure. a, let's make it autobiographical let's rarely are they but mm, let's say it happened that way yeah. even though it was written by somebody else i mean this and this <laughs> this is a true well, it's late sixties. I was gonna say seventies, but but close enough. A true like late sixties, seventies story song where actually even the person who's telling the story is important, right? This is like a night yeah. lights went out in Georgia situation. Yeah. Where like come like it's actually like a true story, like and who is telling you yes. the story is actually important to the whole story. It's not just some random narrative. Yeah, there's like right. and there's a reveal and Right. And this it's coming I... from a personal place of yes. they're actually telling you this story of something that happened to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah, great. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, the story of how my mama socked it too. <laughs> the Harper Valley PTA. All right. Well, uh, when we come back, Rachel's going to tell us uh, some some information about this story, some fun facts, as I like to say. <laughs> sure. In uh, the story behind the story. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, 
Yeah. Even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. We'll be right back. Friends help friends find the Story Song Podcast. And you can help your friends find the show by leaving us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll read the best reviews on the show. And then you'll be famous. And you won't have to be nice to your friends anymore. All right, now it's time for Story Behind the Story. So, Rachel, tell us the story behind Harper Valley PTA. Well, like I said, it was written by Tom T. Hall, recorded by Jeannie C. Riley in 1968. But it was first recorded by a singer called Margie Singleton in July 1968 after she spoke to Tom T. Hall and she wanted him to write her a song similar to Ode to Billy Joe. Okay. And I will say this. Yeah. The man nailed it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't not sing one of these songs without instantly falling into the other song. Well, this and this also has that thing where there's no real chorus. Right. right. It's yeah. all verse. Yeah. And that's the yeah. same thing as, as Billy Joe. Because, it, it, you know, obviously it has at the end, it always has the same line of the day that Billy, Billy Joe. Exactly. Billy Joe, whatever. But there's no real chorus to it, which is like weird and probably something that could only happen in the late 60s right right yeah so poor margie singleton this was her request it was her request tom t hall wrote it and he's like here you go margie hold up genie what do you think about this one i don't know what how it got to genie and what happened to margie i assume she fell into a life of despair but did margie (laughs) record it it was recorded it was was really recorded by by margie well the only thing i was gonna say was in the 60s people would just like record the same song yeah you'd have like you'd have like Literally, 30 different versions. Yeah, a bunch of different versions of the same song. Yeah, yeah. No, I have. I, I don't really understand what the heck happened to it. Yeah. But um, so I don't know what happened to poor Margie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I don't Margie, have any information Margie, here, for Margie. Call us. You, just let us know you're let okay. Us, <laughs> let us know you're okay. let us know you're okay. Wherever you are, we want to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> Operators are standing by. <laughs> and we'd love to hear your recording. So we're just yeah. going to stop right now and wait till Margie calls. Okay. This is pre-recorded. I'm sorry. This is not going to work. This is not going to work. Anyway, Tom T. Hall was asked about where the story came from, and he said it was actually based on a true story, and he wanted to make a statement about hypocrisy and so on at that time. And what happened was it seemed like he would just wander around town as a child, and he found this, you know, he was like listening to the story of this woman, and it was basically that. She was a single mother, and she walked down to the local aristocracy, and she read them the riot act. Mm. And he said he was fascinated by it. She socked it to them. She socked it to them. She socked it to them real good. The song was 
really popular. Yeah. It was uh, sold 6 million records as a single. It reached number one on the Hot 100 for one week. It was on the Hot 100 for 12 weeks total. Anybody want to know the song that knocked it off of the Hot 100? I, I mean, yes. I do want to know. A little song called Hey Jude uh, by the Beatles. You heard about them? I, I've, I've heard, heard good them. things. I've heard good things. I don't I've know. But she also was uh, on the Billboard charts for the Hot Country songs, 14 weeks total, and she was the first woman to top both Country and Hot 100, and it wouldn't be repeated until Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 wow. in the 80s. She also earned a Grammy for Best Female Country Vocal Performance and nominated for Grammy's Best New Artist and Record of the Year. She also won... Uh... Margie's stealing bitch award. <laughs> yeah, Margie made her a really like a really crass trophy and threw it in the front of her house. Yeah. Like, but the award's well deserved. Not the not the one for Margie, but the yeah. other. Like, besides the fact that this is a great song, like her performance is it just awesome. works. She has yeah. such a great voice. It's definitely, yeah. Uh, it's a great combo of like song and artist. Like, yeah, just accident. I don't know if accidentally or whatever, but it, yeah. it really works well. If you listen to this song and you picture in your mind who's singing this song. That's exactly who's singing the song. She looks right. exactly the way you think she's going to look. The record reached gold in four weeks, and she was also the first female country singer to have her own TV special, nice. Harper Valley USA. Oh. <laughs> yes. So they really... No, that's clever, though. Oh, yeah. yeah I like oh, it. yeah. Because in the 60s and 70s, everybody had their own special. Sure. Yeah. Everyone. You name somebody who was around in the 60s and 70s, they had their own special. Now, when I was Harper Valley USA, and I don't know if you know, but it was like, were there like scenes from Harper Valley? Like, what was the show about? See, now I wish I had found it and yeah. watched it. All right, I, mean, oh, I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know it, that it's still available. I will anywhere. say, I will say this: it's much like the, like any Christmas special that was ever with musicians. Right. I think we at some point were talking about the Carpenters special, Michael yeah. and I. It's never a good story. No. It, there's always some terrible through line, but right. it ends with like, oh, we really have to get to the church. Anyway, Woody Guthrie's here? Yeah. Like, why is Woody Guthrie here? I don't right. know. And then you just sing a song that has nothing to do with what you're doing. Yeah. You know? Oh, we're going to go and, and have, like, a one-joke scene about, like, making pie, and then, you know, Conway Twitty's going to come out. And you're like, uh, what? Yeah. let's just let, just let me hear Conway Twitty. I'm, I'm right, loving Rachel? all of this. Rachel? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm buying the content. <laughs> it's going to be Tuesdays at 8. Yeah, I love I'm it. In. Well, with I all those it. specials, it's the, the music scenes are always great, and then they try and do, like, the story part of it, and it's like, you know, oh, there's a knock at the door. Let's see who it is. Oh, it's Donnie and Marie and Doug Henning. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. And how did they get here together? Yeah. yeah. I'd imagine through magic. I Car mean, I would, uh, yeah. I would yeah, carpool so. magic. <laughs> carpool magic. <laughs> The, ma yeah. the magic of carpooling. <laughs> the mystical HOV lane. <laughs> How'd you get here so fast? I spread all the cars out. You mean took the HOV lane? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Doug Henning. Now, not only did this get her... <laughs> Sorry, Speak Michael. Michael loves a good Doug Henning no. joke. I was say, speaking of references that everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, here is the thing. Not only did this get her a TV special, this also, she was not in it, but yeah. this song begat a movie and a TV series. In 1978, a comedy starring Barbara Eden and the guy who played the villain in Total Recall, don't know his name, He, they were in this this comedy about the Harper Valley PTA. And yeah. basically ba basically, the PTA threatens to expel the daughter if she doesn't change. And then she exposes their secret and pulls pranks on them. And then <laughs> she runs for PTA president. Oh. Does she play a genie? Crazy. 
she plays. Like, I hope she plays. Like, are, a genie. are the tricks, are the the pranks that she plays on them, are they all yeah. like magic? I assume she like crosses her arms, nods her head, and then they like turn into ducks or something. I don't know. <laughs> First of all, the tagline is amazing. The song was scandalous. The movie is hilarious. Nice, love it. And it made twenty five million at the box office. Wow. And they were like, we gotta. This is Harper Valley PTA is catching fire. Yeah. We gotta lock this down with a 1981 television series that ran for two seasons on NBC. It's wow. not like it was on a random thing. I mean, you can in 1981. You had three options. Yeah, only three. So the first in the beginning of the show. Yeah. It was. It followed pretty closely to the movie, but by season two, they they ran out of stuff to well, do. I, wait, what else would you possibly do? No. We, we have a genie pulling sexy pranks <laughs> on hypocrites. <laughs> You're gonna run out of stories real fast. By the way, television series also starring Barbara Eden. Season two, they renamed it Harper Valley. They were like, okay. we got to get rid of this PTA. Be and dead. it focused on the relationship between Stella, who is the mother, and her okay. daughter, Dee. Okay. And also added, because you know it's going downhill fast. Yeah. It added an eccentric inventor, Uncle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and there was an evil twin, Della, played by Barbara Eden in a black wig. So if yeah. you didn't Which, catch that- Which, by the that, way, I'm pretty sure um, they did on I Dream of Genie. Oh, 100%. Because they definitely did it on Bewitched. Yeah, yeah I'm going to yes. say this. I don't know- that they did it on I Dream of Genie, the evil twin, but they definitely did it yeah. on I Dream of Genie. Like, yeah. I haven't oh, seen Andrew, it, but there's literally no happened. chance it didn't yeah. happen at some point. It happened. It absolutely happened on Bewitched, though, which is oh, yeah. even well, more amazing. It's great. What was, what was the evil twin's name on Bewitched? Not eyes. No, it, I don't it know. It doesn't matter. I don't know, but this <laughs> evil name, this evil twin's name is Della. Her sister's name yeah, is Stella. Stella, yeah. Stella Della. Anyway, it, it tanked real quick, but um, once it got <laughs> away from the movie. Back to Riley, Jeannie yep. C. Riley. She was ranked among the most fem- most popular female vocalists in the country music industry. Five Grammy Award nominations. Formed a duet with Loretta Lynn. And um, she had a lot some success on the country charts, never again on the rock charts. M- much like a lot of people. Yeah. She was. She has this song, and it's, it's amazing, but it's real scandalous. Mm-hmm as we were told by the tagline of the movie. <laughs> I didn't think it was until until I saw the movie yeah. poster. But then Jeannie C. Riley found a, a certain gentleman yeah. <laughs> named Jesus. Yeah. And she became a born again, and she's tried to distance herself from Har- Harper Valley PTA, but she performed it in shows. She tried to keep herself, her distance, but she performed it in shows, so not really that distant. I mean... I, what are you gonna do? Again, I mean, it's people want to hear it. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna go to a if you go to a Jeannie C. Riley show, <laughs> yeah. and she doesn't play Harper Valley PTA. There's gonna be a riot. I mean, <laughs> people are gonna lose their minds. Or she gets around it by a song that we literally just heard, yeah. called "Return to Harper Valley." So we just we just watched the YouTube video of and, this song. Oh my gosh, it is a song recapping what everybody is doing, mm-hmm. and it is a redemption song. And it's incredible, and I don't want to say too much about it, just in case we de- decide to do a follow-up <laughs> about it. But it is amazing. So basically, she was like, oh, you want me to sing this song? Well, I'm going to rewrite it with Jesus in there. Yeah, and everyone in the song- Their stuff is redeemed. Through the power of Jesus. Like they yeah. have, And also, yeah. she takes a weird swipe at the Stray Cats. <laughs> Not a fan. Not reason. a fan of the Stray Cats. For some reason, like- like the devil's music is all rolled up for her yeah. in the Stray Cats, I mean, this uh, 1980s is... band yeah. based around 1960s style. I mean, this music. is the 80s. Like, I mean, Black Sabbath existed, right? Yeah. Like death, like metal existed, and she's yeah. just like, you know, that oh, those Stray Cats, we gotta get, <laughs> we gotta get them yeah. out of here. Yeah. Oh man. Rough. So, uh, so that's it. So she published an autobiography, and you know, got into gospel music. What was the name of the autobiography? From Harper Valley to the Mountaintop. Nice. 
Well done. Jesus. Well done. So she really rode that Harper Valley wave. Yeah, so she distanced herself, but she really used it to her advantage, yeah. too. So she's like, I, that's not me anymore, but, but let's keep talking about it. But, let's, but it was. It was moment. It was me. It's not me anymore, but let's talk about how I used to be with the Harper Valley. But don't talk to me too much about it. But yeah. also, Har- I'm going to name my book, Harper <laughs> Valley to Mountaintop. And that's the story. That's uh, the story behind the story of uh, Harper Valley PTA. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Rachel. Um, we'll be right back. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what lesson we learned from this song. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, folks. Stephen Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. There's only one thing missing from the Story Song Podcast. Pictures! You can fix that by following us on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. You'll find album covers of the songs we've done, behind-the-scenes photos, new episode announcements, and more. Get the full experience. Follow Story Song Podcast on Instagram. All right, now it's time to talk about what we learned from the song Harper Valley PTA, and, and I'll go first. Okay. I would just say the main thing I learned is if you're going to send a nasty letter to somebody, mm-hmm. don't have the PTA meeting that afternoon. Yeah. Like spread it out because you're just you're just asking for trouble, or have it like the night before and then send the letter, and then she's got to wait a whole month until yeah. the next one. She's probably going to cool off. She'll kind of forget about the letter, you know, whatever. And so, don't be don't don't be super surprised when she walks in. Yeah, you, you, that's poor planning on your part. Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, they they really messed that up. Yeah. They, they no. did not plan. It's that true. Well. It's true. Uh, Michael, what did you learn? I learned that if you really want to change the world um, and if you're looking for a job to do that where you have the most power to do that, I think it's PTA secretary. Oh, yeah. sure. Sure. Um, true. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Get no, involved. I mean, you got, you, you, yeah, you got a yeah. lot of power that you're throwing around. <laughs> most powerful le- uh, role in the land. <laughs> I definitely. mean, you definitely clearly get your own stationery, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rachel? I've learned that if you are a widow, mm-hmm. blinds to go. They yeah. come here in an hour. <laughs> you can do whatever you want behind those blinds, sure. but you know you're a widow. You mm. you live your life, but you know let's let's pull down the shades a bit, yeah. you know. And because right. because who's gonna know? You she could have been you know the widow Jones could have been kept out of this whole thing <laughs> if she had blinds. Right, exactly. <laughs> anyway, really anyway, our sponsor that. blinds to go. I was gonna say blinds to go. If you're listening, we're interested we're in great. sponsorship opportunities. It's great. I love your this blinds. Is- this is the tagline of if you're a widow, <laughs> keep your blinds <laughs> yeah. down. It's really going to work for you. That one's so. for free. That one's for free. That one's on us. And we could all use a, a nice set of Venetians. Um, all right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this has been the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll be back uh, in two weeks with another great story song. So thanks for listening, and we'll uh, talk to you then. Bye.
Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. First order of business, book fair. Second order of business, shame. This week on the Story Song Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. All right, ready? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.